Hey Beach Boys fans, I'm back um, again. Last episode I talked about some of my favorite Beach Boys related books and I talked a lot about the upcoming Brian Wilson autobiography. And so I figured I'd continue a little bit on the theme of books because I came across a book I didn't know about. It's quite new. It's out this spring, I believe. Meeting Dennis Wilson by Max Schenk. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right, Max. Um, and it's a fictional book. And when I read about it, I thought it's the first book that I know of, I think, or the only book that I know of that has uh, the Beach Boys or one of the Beach Boys as a fictional, uh, I guess not a fictional character, but as a real character in a fictional uh, setting. So I thought that was really interesting, and um, reading about the book, I'm intrigued. Uh, I've only just started reading it, so this is not really a review, it's just a uh, just letting you know about it in case you don't know about it. And uh, also I had did a little interview with Max over email. And some of his answers uh, were really interesting to me. Well, all of his answers were interesting, but it was just uh, a couple of things that uh, he said made me really think about um, certain things. I was really uh, surprised at some of his, of his answers. Um, so again, the book is Meeting Dennis Wilson by Max Schenk. You can find him at Shank writes that's uh, S H E N K writes.com. Um, and you should, he's really nice. <laughs> I believe a good writer from what I've read so far. Um, I'm sure he is. And he wrote me a very nice email, so I'm gonna share a couple of his uh, answers with you. I'm really, um, I asked about what gave me the idea of the book, and Max has, uh, I'm gonna quote some of him, uh, some of his writing here. The original idea was to write a story about how important music and songs, and in particular records, were to me as a teen. I think the real germ of the novel got planted a couple years ago when I had a storage space broken into and all of my Beatles and Beach Boys 45s when I was growing up, over 30 years worth of collecting, had been stolen. Sorry Max, that's tough. Um, it made me realize, among other things, that the records as objects and relics were as important to me in some ways as the music uh, that was contained on them. Um, so I'm interested, I mean, that's just something that I started thinking about. Do the objects, uh, what kind of um, sort of value we place on the actual records or whatever, um, not just music, and as he says, because, you know, he could replace the music, but he knew when he had bought a certain record and all of those kinds of things, all the memories that, and, and emotions that they carry uh, with them or that we place upon them or project upon them, and I think I'm the same way, uh, kind of. I don't have a, an impressive collection or anything, but certainly I can get nostalgic just about, you know, the first CD I ever got was uh, Beach Boys Party, Psychotrax, uh Twofer. And I had just wanted something, anything by the Beach Boys. My mom got me that for my 10th uh, birthday, nine, something like that. And I just, so I listened to that. It was the only one I had, so I listened to it about a million times. And the actual, I mean, of course, I could find that music in a hundred different places right now, but that actual one that I know that I held in my hand, that was my first CD ever, and that was, you know, something that I had asked for, um, and thereby, you know, just at a really early age, found the Beach Boys, or sort of not found them, but realized that they were sort of my band, my music. And so actually holding that, knowing that I, I listened to that very <laughs> one uh, when I was little, and, and that it sort of was the the beginning of all this uh, love and interest for that music. Um, I have a, I can, can understand that, and again, it must be ten hundred times worse if you have a you know, real collection that you really put a lot of 
effort and time and, and money into it, I guess. And um, and Max also talks about how he remembers that his sister really liked Dennis Wilson when he grew up. Um, and this book is about a character who has a crush on Dennis Wilson and goes to meet him, or to see him, or to find him. And um, I think that's an interesting idea. It's a good way to, to work one of the Beach Boys into a story. Uh, I mean, it's a very good starting point, and I think obviously Dennis would be the obvious one that you know, a young girl would go out to, to seek at this, uh, try to find at that point in time. And um, Oh yeah, and I asked about Max's relationship to the Beach Boys movie today. And that's what I was really interested in about his answers because, um, again, just very surprised in a way because I forget that not everyone is as you know insanely critical as I am. Or I guess um, that's not the right word, but I just um, I don't like the Beach Boys' new music, Oogie. And by new, I guess since you know, well, Summer in Paradise, so not new. Uh, I have appreciated Brian musically. I did like uh, That's Why God Made the Radio last year, but you know, all in all, it's just something that I'm like, mm, okay, I guess I can listen to this, and I don't really have that same connection to it at all. But anyway, Max does, and I uh, envy him for that, really. Um, I think that's, you know, that must be great because it's so unlikely that the Beach Boys, I mean, it, it was unlikely that the Beach Boys would be together now or, or in the last couple of years in any capacity and, or be making any new music or anything. And uh, this is what Max says, which I'm, I really like. He says, um, every time members of the group, group do new music, it sounds every bit as vital and important to me as anything they ever did. Even something like that little clip of Al Jardine doing a cover of If I Had a Hammer that popped up on YouTube this week. I think the last album, That's Why God Made the Radio, is as good in its own way as anything they ever did. The oldies are nice, but as John Lennon said, I don't believe in yesterday. I want to hear these people, what these people have to say now. Um, that's why God Made the Radio was a great album to me because it felt like closure. And um, and he says he likes it, and Max likes it as much as Love You or Sunflower Friends, and um, and that the music is very important and inspirational to him. And again, I'm just I'm so interested because whenever there's a fan who, who tells me that they really uh, that they get excited about the new Beach Boy stuff or anything that they do now, I just go. Huh, really? Because I just can't get to that place. And again, it's just, I'm envious of being able to appreciate it that way. I think that's, you know, that must be amazing. Because for me, it's just sort of a sad decline in the way that they are now. I just, anything that they do musically, really, really, I just cannot connect to it at all. And um, of course, you know, without Carl, it is not the Beach Boys to me and, and Dennis, but, you know, I think it was still the Beach Boys. Uh, just, I don't know you know, my own definition, I guess, emotionally, it was still the Beach Boys uh, for me with Carl, even without Brian, when he was not with them, but without him, I just I just can't feel that it's the same group or, or anything that compares to that group, it just, uh, you know, and again, that's a sadness, so I wish I could be as enthusiastic about the new stuff as, as Max is, and maybe I'll, I'll learn to be someday, um, I hope so. Um, and I asked about how the Beach Boys have affected Max's life, and he says, as Brian Wilson would say, they've just brought a lot of love and joy into my life. More than that, their music taught me to listen and to realize that there is a lot more going on sometimes than appears on the surface. All of that music sounds so simple and easy on the surface, but anyone who's ever sat down on a piano and tried to pick out the chords and melodies realizes that it's an illusion. And, um, 
Yeah, again, I really like that answer, and I, I certainly, that's, you know, something I really relate to, and, and it's very simple, but um, very simply put in the, the, the words that um, the music and the Beach Boys have brought a lot of love and joy into my life, and that's true for me, I'm sure it's true for all of you, um, if you're watching this, if you're that interested in the Beach Boys, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing to have uh, in one's life, I think, and to have it for such a long period of time, and the fact that it's not something that just, well, that was that, not interested anymore, it just keeps uh, growing in a way, um, sort of the connection that one can feel to the music and the, the interest in learning about it and so on. Um, so far, it's just a, a gold mine uh, in my life anyway. And Max goes on to say that uh, meeting Dennis Wilson is a seven-part series, and there will be more uh, parts out. Um, and he's also, he, also, he has also created uh, Facebook pages for the characters in the book, so you can go and find that, I'm sure. And um, Again, uh, Max Schenk, so find him on Facebook. The book has its own uh, site as well there on Facebook, Meeting Dennis Wilson, and you can find him again, maxschenkwrites.com. And like I say, I haven't read the book yet, actually, uh, but I look forward to it, and I, I just, I love the idea, so I thought it was great to share that with you. Uh, and Max, thank you for taking the time to, and, uh, you know, to answer my questions, and I hope uh, everything works out really well for you with the book. So anyone who has read the book or intends to, uh, you can let me know, beachboyspodcast at gmail.com. Please do like me on facebook.com slash beachboyspodcast. And someone had tell, told me that they wanted me to change the format and just have it be a video cast. And I could do either, really. I'm not bothered. So just you let me know which you prefer, podcast, just audio only or video. You can let me know, and I'll try to... I don't know, accommodate the majority, I guess. So anyway, thanks uh, for watching and listening. Take care. Bye.